Roll out those hazy, crazy, lazy days of summer. Speaking of which, is school out for summer break where you are yet? Seems like since they start back earlier now than back in our day, they're getting out earlier too. So maybe you're already enjoying the freedom of summer, or you will be in just a few days. Or maybe your kids are all grown and adulting on their own, so you don't live off a school schedule, but you still feel that urge to be more laid back with your time in the summer. And yet, perhaps you feel the tension we all do as Christian women between enjoying time off, yet still being intentional about what we're doing with it. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, all work and no play, nor all play and no work. So today on this episode, I'm going to share with you my five-step focus framework to still be intentional with your time this summer. Grab something to sip, a comfy chair on the deck, a way to take notes, and let's dive into your summertime together. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? You try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again, that's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present, and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Kudos to school administrators who finally realized that come the latter part of May, ain't nobody want to still be in school. Students, teachers, and parents alike are itching to get out of the classroom to enjoy the warm, sunny, lazy days of summer. I know, because I've been all three. So yes, let's start earlier in August when getting back to routines is inevitable anyway. So that way you can get on with summer when the warm days start calling. In fact, my birthday is in early June and depending on what day of the week it fell, I remember many a school year that being our last day filled with year end parties, picnics and packing. Speaking of my birthday in early June, I've got a special announcement and celebration I'll be sharing on June 1st. So be sure to tune in in just a few days from now. But back to the present, whether you're winding up a school year or just feeling the call of summer, Today, we're going to focus on how to preview and plan so you can still be intentional with your time and not let it all go to the wayside, leaving you feeling behind come fall. In fact, just about a year ago, I did a podcast episode called Don't Drop the Ball This Summer. It was episode 71, so I'll be sure to link it for you. In a nutshell, here's what I said. It always takes more work to start and stop. So if you drop the ball in summer, whether on purpose or unintentionally, You'll be scrambling to get back on track in the fall and find it will inevitably cost you more time, more energy, more attention, and more money than if you had just kept moving in the direction of your with God life all along. But here's the thing. 
It doesn't have to look the same in every season. Perhaps you've had a more purpose focused from the beginning of the year till now. So permission to slow down the pace to match how you want the coming season to feel. Speaking of seasons, change of seasons on the calendar or transition of any kind in your life are a great opportunity to do what I am walking you through today. But don't feel like this has to wait for the end of school, the exact summer solstice, the last week of the quarter, or any other official date on the calendar. A new season can begin with a big life transition or just a small decision. Anything that changes your focus or makes it clear, leading you to look ahead to steward your time well. Some days I sit looking at a new season and I wish that God would just write it all out for me so I can just follow his plan. Don't you? He actually does. The other day I was reading in First Chronicles about when David was nearing the end of his life and preparing his son Solomon to take the throne and build the temple. As he handed over the reins, pun intended, he said in First Chronicles 28:19, "All this in writing, he, meaning God, made clear to me the plans of all the works." Now, you know me and my pet peeve for verses being taken out of context. So I paused my reading and stepped back to not force a promise to claim, but rather discover a principle to follow. You see, David was a man after God's own heart. Now, we all know that did not mean he was perfect. He was far from that, as we see in how he gave in to fear, temptation, and greed over the course of his life. But he kept coming back to God with conviction and commitment. And no matter what David did or didn't do, God continued to be faithful to his covenant promise to be with him and to keep his line on the throne. So in the midst of living a with God life, David laid his desire given by God to build a temple as a more permanent place to worship before the Lord. And God did make the plan clear. It was not what David had intentionally desired to build it himself, but rather it was for him to prepare the resources and the person who would build it, that being Solomon. In that process, David gave time and attention to what God had put on his heart. But God reigns as the true king, another pun intended, to lead and guide in his better way. What's my point? I believe that when we are living a with God life, God puts desires on our hearts. I call them our with God vision and intentions. And when we lay them back in his hands, he directs the with God priorities and plans to make it happen. God makes it clear that when we can take those plans and then in his strength, build the thing. I love the mysterious connection between his divine invitation and our mortal participation. Some people say it's wrong to make plans and more spiritual to go wherever the spirit blows, but I don't believe that's what God's word says. A few places are coming to mind in Proverbs that bear repeating. Proverbs 16, three, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. And then in Proverbs 16, nine, The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. So when we are intentionally working through the process of planning with God, he is the one writing them through us and ultimately the one doing them through us. Because you see, without an intentional plan, that temple would never have been built. And without an intentional plan, your with God life will never become your norm. That's why it's important to be intentional no matter what season lies ahead. Now, I've heard women say, I'm too busy right now to have a plan, to which I respond, that's exactly when you need a plan to keep you aligned with your with God life. And others who say, 
I've got so much flexibility, I don't need a plan. To which I respond, that's exactly when you need a plan to keep you aligned with your with God life. So whether your summer feels packed or laid back, this way of planning and previewing the coming season is for you. Are you ready to dive in the deep end with a five-step framework I promised you? Let's make a splash with your time intentionally. In fact, I've used the acronym FOCUS so you can remember them and focus on what matters most in this season. Here it is. Flow, one thing, commitments, upcoming, simplify. Let's break them down. One, determine your flow. Thinking of summer makes me think of chillaxing on a blow-up mattress. Whether that's in an enclosed pool, on a lazy river, or in an open ocean, there's an element of going with the flow. Have you ever closed your eyes and realized the current took you in a certain direction? The same can happen with our time. When we just go with the flow, the current around us will take us where it wants. AKA, ever done that to someone who fell asleep on their floaty? (laughs) Then you're at the mercy of being tossed back and forth and landing wherever the waves take you. Instead, determine ahead of time what you want the flow to be. The best way to do this is to choose an anchor word. It's funny how I've used that term, but putting it in the context of our flotation devices on the water, it takes on a stronger meaning. What do you want the flow of your summer or whatever season you're entering to feel like? Here are a few of my faves to get some ideas flowing, pun intended. Peace, joy, purpose, rest. Once you have your word, which can stick around for more than just a season, use it to do its spirit check every once in a while. Am I feeling fill in the blank? Or use it as a filter when a new opportunity comes across your path. Will this help me feel fill in the blank? Or use it as a course correction. What can I do to get back to fill in the blank? So what's your anchor word? I'd love to hear yours. So be sure to pop in the Redeem Her Time community and share it. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Number two, identify your one thing. If you recall, we spent an entire episode on the one thing focusing question back in episode 95. Now, if you're too busy to listen to that or read the book it came from, I'll summarize it in one simple question for you. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be fill in the blank with your anchor word. You could answer this question in general about your entire with God life. What's the one thing I can do this summer such that by doing it, everything else will be fill in the blank. Or you can ask it more specifically in one of the eight key areas of attention. What's the one thing I can do this summer in my faith walk or in my family or friendships or in my service or work? or my stewardship, or wellness, or passions, or dwelling, such that by doing it, everything else will be fill in the blank. This one thing focusing question pairs really nicely with the 12-week planning method that I teach inside the Redeem Her Time coaching program. You can get on the wait list now with the link in the show notes. And in the meantime, go listen to episode 102, the one simple way to follow through on intentions in your with God plans. I know I've referenced a few past episodes already, so... I'll be sure to link those in the show notes as well. But back to the one thing for this season, AKA this summer. It does not mean that nothing else gets your attention and falls by the wayside. What it does mean is that one thing gets your primary attention and intention often enough and long enough so that you will see the growth. Because what happens when you try to do all the things? You end up doing it all, but none of it is getting enough of you to really make a difference. Been there, done that. So what's your one thing this summer? Feel free to share that in the community too. 
It's fun to hear what everyone is giving extra attention to and why. Okay, number three, mark off your commitments. Maybe no one is requesting your time and attention in the summer months or whatever season is coming up for you next, but chances are there are more requests than are humanly possible for you to commit to. And that's a good thing because it's going to force you to say yes to some and no to others. Just curious, have you ever sat and made a list of all your current season's yeses? I know each little yes may not feel like much, but they not only have a snowball effect, meaning together they take up sequentially more time, they also have a compound effect, meaning together they take up exponentially more energy. Ever said yes to too many things thinking they weren't much in and of themselves, but found yourself overextended and overwhelmed? That's what I'm talking about. Think about the compound effect of each little yes. Another one of my favorite books is The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. It's a different way of looking at what we commit to and what we don't. So before answering that request, take a minute to evaluate. Is this my best yes? Meaning, will I fully be able to follow through on this commitment? And will it not negatively affect other important things? If not, you can lovingly say no by simply saying, I'm sorry, in this season, this is not my best yes. I remember the first time someone told me that answer. At first, I was a little taken back because I didn't think it was a big deal for them and it would be a really big deal if they helped me. But when I stopped to think about it, I really respected her. I would rather her not say yes and have it be a so-so yes or an I guess yes because that would not serve either of us. So what are your best yeses this season? Write them down. Think about the meetings, the committees, the appointments, the classes, the gatherings, the parties, the projects, even vacations and holidays, especially in summertime. Think of anything you need to show up for. But here's the thing. Just because you think you need to or someone else wants you to doesn't mean you must. Just the other day, as I evaluated a yes I had given to an invitation, I realized it was not a best yes in this season. So I graciously backed out. So just know that's okay to do too. And don't forget about the yeses to yourself in your faith walk, your service and work, stewardship, wellness, passions, because if you don't put those in the list, no one else will get a best yes from you anyway, right? Once you know what your commitments are in this next season, put them on the calendar so they don't get forgotten. And if it doesn't already have a time assigned to it, assign it a time. Don't put it on your summer to-do list because we all know what happens to those. They get forgotten or pushed off. So got a healthy number of commitments for this next season? Number four, look ahead at what's upcoming. The worst thing ever is turning the page of the calendar and realizing you have to be somewhere with something in hand and you're not prepared. I love living in the moment, but there's an element of looking just a little further ahead at what's coming. So when that page turns, you're not taken by surprise. This used to often happen to me with birthdays. I pity the friend who has a birthday on the first or second day of the month, because if I hadn't peeked ahead, I was rarely prepared. Thankfully, it's fun to celebrate unbirthdays too. So when you're thinking ahead about what's coming up soon, it keeps it top of mind. Maybe there's nothing you even need to do about it right now, but at least it might spur on some ideas, or at least help remind you that you need to focus on what is in the moment so that doesn't run over into the space that your upcoming commitment is occupying. This summer, we've got a wedding shower, graduation, fundraisers, bachelorette party, rehearsal, wedding, apartment shopping, moving in, 
Lots that's not happening right now, but that I can start preparing ahead for. So what is upcoming for you this season? And number five, clear your plate and simplify. Let's be honest. When the beach, the pool, or even the deck chair is calling, the last thing you want is to be stuck inside with too many things in your plate and miss out on the fun. I remember way too many beautiful days a few years ago, hearing the chatter of neighborhood friends outside my window while I slaved away inside the things I thought I needed to do. Don't be like me back in the day. Make summer more laid back and fresh with plenty of white space for soaking up conversation on a last minute invitation. That means you'll want to clear your plate. But how do you know what to let go in this season? Well, now that you've done steps one through four, you can apply my four D's method. Are you ready for it? Delete, delegate, delay, delight. What can you do to delete? What is not a must and would not cause the world around you to fall apart if it didn't get done? Remove it. I know that may sound scary when it feels like everything matters, but worst case, if the world really did come crashing down, you can always put it back on your plate. But chances are that won't happen. What can you delegate? What is a must, but you're not the only one who can do it. Perhaps you can train a family member, trade with a friend, hire a professional, or just create a more automated system around it so you don't have to be the one to do it, but know it's getting done. What can you delay? What is a must, but it's not a must right now in this season. That can either be because something else needs that time and attention or because you want to give your best time and attention and you can't do that right now. Now, this is not the same as procrastination, which is just putting off what you do need to do now. Take that thing off your plate and put it a week, a month, a season away to revisit it and see if that's a better time to focus on it. It feels better knowing it's still there, just not right now. And last, what will you delight in? Think about all the fun things in summer, picnics, walks, bike rides, swimming, grilling, camping, traveling, sunning. What would you add to the list? You have to intentionally create space for those things or they won't happen. Case in point, me going paddleboarding. I got us two blow up paddleboards at the beginning of last summer and I had every intention of taking them often to bodies of water. And do you know how much I actually use them? A handful of times at the figgy farm and just once at a nearby lake. Ugh, (laughs) not going to do a repeat of that this summer. You can hold me to that. So what will you intentionally do that delights you? Maybe some things in your list are the bucket list types of activities. And maybe some things feel more like the ordinary types of tasks. Even in those, check to make sure it's leading towards something that delights your heart and God's. Like preparing healthy meals to maintain a healthy body. Or doing the laundry or floors to create a welcoming dwelling. What do you plan to intentionally delight in this season? I for sure want to hear that inside our community. So there you have it how to focus on what matters most in this season. Determine your flow, identify your one thing, mark off your commitments, look ahead at what's upcoming, clear your plate and simplify. Now you're ready to give your best time and attention to who and what matters in this season and in light of eternity. But here's the thing. We can't do it alone, at least not very well. That's why we're doing it together inside our community this summer. In fact, You're just in time to join our next monthly focus call, where we walk through this process together for the coming month. It's always the first Monday of the month at 6 p.m. Central, which means it's happening on June 5th. I'll send a reminder and the focus sheet we use inside the community. 
So come join us. And together, we'll be intentional with God together. Speaking of which, let's invite him to be part of this next season with us. Dear Lord, it's actually not you, not us who are inviting you to be with us, but you inviting us to be with you. Thank you that you are faithful in every season. We confess that often it's us that has moved away. So as we embark on the new season before us, we are coming back to you, answering your invitation to do life with you. Give us discernment about what you want this next season to hold and where you want us to focus. May we intentionally create space for where you are leading and ruthlessly eliminate anything that distracts from it. Even as we do make plans, we don't know all the season will hold, but we trust that you do. And so we commit them to you, asking you to establish them. We can't wait to see what you will do when we are intentionally living out our with God life this summer. May you be glorified in all we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we're talking more about how to focus well so we can be intentional this summer. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women just like you find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.